I have not done this in ages. <laughs> I come to you in the spirit of it is cold as hell in the south of Africa. I come to you in the spirit of I have not worn a bra in a very long time. I come to you in the spirit of we're in an actual pandemic. I think people sometimes don't realize it. I think sometimes we just move on with our day-to-day activities that we forget. And we are in an actual pandemic and people are dying and losing their lives. And, you know, health workers are at the forefront of this whole thing. And it's crazy how we're witnessing history. I come to you in the spirit of gratitude. Um, I don't know how people are still supporting me and people are still having me in their space and people are still acknowledging my words and what I have to bring um, and what I have to say because I haven't been on here in, in quite a long time and I was feeling very guilty the first few times that I hadn't come on and then I realized I needed that space And then I started getting messages of take as much time off as you need. We're ready for you when you're ready to come back. Granted, some were from friends, but some were from people that I genuinely do not know and just reached out. And I just want to say thank you. I just want to extend my gratitude and my appreciation. And I just love you (laughs) I really from the bottom of my heart thank you for giving me this time um, to take off as much time as I needed especially after the last episode it was quite heavy for me Um, and grieving is a is a process you know it's not an event that happens it's a process and after that last episode so much was going on in my mind regarding just podcasting in general um, regarding how open I am with certain things about my life and why I'm open and should I be this open and feeling like I'm alone in the world you know when you lose your person I feel very alone and yet people were so supportive and receptive and sometimes I think you think you need to be known in the world and you need to be quite you know well established for people to recognize um, your worth and recognize your energy and I honestly feel like past disproves that because I have people reach out to me who I don't even think would you know um and people that I don't know, everyday people, like the me's in the world, who are just like, I get it. And thank you. And that is it's so affirming. And so I come in the spirit of gratitude and I say thank you so much. And I love each and every single person wholeheartedly that listens to my ramblings. <laughs> um, so thank you. And I come to you in the spirit of, it's a bit shaky, you know. I'm, 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 I'm finding my feet uh, in terms of content, um, especially with this podcast and 
everything I wanted it to be. I still have my why very explicitly, but I think sometimes when your life is, is shaken and you're going through a huge, you know, state of change in your life, you, you, everything else in your life tends to go through that as well. And so I, I am finding my feet, but I'm okay finding my feet and the world knowing that I'm finding my feet because I know that I'm not the only person that is finding, you know, her steps and trying to find her balance and trying to navigate through life. And I feel like sometimes the world that we live in makes us feel like you need to have it together. But anyway, I'm rambling. (laughs) But uh, for those of you that are new, welcome. To those of you that are regulars, to my three regulars, (laughs) thank you so much for coming back to my podcast. This is my podcast. It's where I come and I ramble on and I ramble and ramble and ramble. And apparently people like it. This is Conversations with Immaculate. And thank you so much for joining me on Conversations. I have not said that in such a long time. In such a long time. It feels so good to say it. It feels so great. Um, so, I've been thinking, what am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? You know, I wanted to talk about mental health. I wanted to talk about mental health during this pandemic. I wanted to talk about um, just all sorts of things. I wanted to talk about doing your work. I wanted to talk about all sorts of things. And I realized that my platform is very authentic, right? I want it to be authentic and I want it to be real. And it comes from a place and a state where I'm at and not a space that is curated. And the space that I'm at is a space of change is a space of navigation and with that space of change and space of navigation i have cut my hair i've gone bald i cut my hair i cut every little strand off my hair and i have no hair in my head and i did this about I could say almost a month now, so about three weeks now, but my hair grows very quickly. And so it it grew. (laughs) It grew, I think, almost 10, 11 days afterwards. And I was like, no, I'm still in the spirit of boldness. And so I recut it. I recut it and I went bold. And I remember one of the first things that someone said to me when I, you know, went bold was that I'm very brave for going bold. And that's been a a thing that's been on my mind for a while. Am I brave for going bold? Am I brave for cutting my hair? Am I brave for trying to figure it out? (laughs) Am I brave for following my gut? And I don't know. I think that's a question I still need to answer. I don't know what qualifies as braveness. Um, but I think I'm just in this, I'm I'm just a person that figures it out and figures it out in the world. And so the world sees me figuring it out and I guess people 
are attracted to that or are drawn to that just simply because it could be qualities that they desire to have and it's the same with me there are qualities that i see in other people that i desire to have but what i know is i haven't figured it out if i am brave for cutting my hair um but i'm definitely enjoying it i'm definitely enjoying it and i remember when i first um was you know trying to prepare for this episode and when you search right go on the internet on googles and you search you know going bald or women cutting their hair the first thing that you actually come across is this idea of boldness right and i'm talking about going bald as in b-a-l-d it probably sounds the same bold b-o-l-d and bald i don't is that how you say (laughs) b-a-l-d and this association of not having hair and shame because the first thing that comes up are tips and tricks on how to prevent you know going bald and how to regrow your hair how to reduce the stigma if i check on twitter you find women asking for tips you know trying to ensure that they don't go bald or they're having bald spots and i i sympathize with that but i i couldn't for the life of me understand why this having of no hair right was mainly associated with shame with stigma with embarrassment with less than and it's weird to me because i only saw that after i cut my hair and i wonder how i would have felt if i came across that type of information before i cut my hair you know i i have a family member of mine who had to go bald because she was you know struggling with hair loss and that's because of just the years of chemicals that she'd been putting in her hair and i remember the first time she started realizing she had to cut her hair and she had to be bald she she really struggled with it and it was associated with a lot of you know shame and less beauty or inferior in terms of beauty and i i i struggle seeing that idea being pushed as an agenda in the world because there's so much more to a person right there's so much more to a person and i even came across this blogger you know that was raising awareness you know because she had alopecia and she was cutting her hair and because she had alopecia now and it was in an advanced stage she now was raising awareness on how women should not be ashamed and she was talking about how when she you know first revealed her 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 head um people first thought you know at first glance thought that she had cancer or she was sick in some sort of way and i literally when i read that i took a step back and i was like do people think i have cancer like do people think that i look weird do people think that i there's something wrong with me 
And then I realized that I completely forgot to consider what other people would think. I told people that I was going to cut my hair. I told friends and family that I was going to cut my hair. But for the life of me, I, I, I didn't consider what they would think. I wasn't worried about how other people would feel, you know? And I think I'm blessed in that sense because I have this thing of actually not caring what people think. It's, it's a good and bad thing sometimes. It's a bad thing, according to my mom, because then, you know, I just act a fool. But it's a good thing because I've just, I think this is obviously another episode, but I was bullied when I was younger, you know, and this comes as a surprise to a lot of people. I think just because of my personality right now or my personality as, as an adult, but I was bullied when I was younger and I don't know what snapped, but something snapped in me and I just couldn't care less what other people think and there are times where I do certain things or you know I make certain jokes and my mom is like oh my gosh what are people gonna say I'm like honey yo if at this age you don't know that I couldn't be bothered what people are gonna think then you clearly don't know me and I think that is such a beautiful trait because at no point did I consider will people make fun of me will I be attractive will people think I look weird and if anything, I remember wondering if I would be attractive and, my, you know, family and friends were saying that, oh my gosh, what if you don't look beautiful? What if you don't look nice? I was like, well, then we'll know that all my life, my hair has been making me look attractive. And on the day that I cut my hair, on the 23rd of March is the day I became unattractive. And that's that on that. And people were like, oh no, but what if your hair doesn't grow back? I'm like, well, we'll know. On the 23rd of March, when I decided to cut my hair, and that's the day my hair never grew back. I just, I, I couldn't be bothered what other people think. And I hope it's a trait that I pass on to my future daughters. I'm not planning on having any sons, but <laughs> I hope it's a trait that I pass on to my children, if I ever have children, or to my nieces and nephews. I really, I couldn't be, I really, I didn't think about, oh my goodness, what would people say? I I thought about people's reactions. That for me was funny. But I, I didn't think about what people will say. And I think that that's been my first takeaway from this social experiment of not being so concerned what people think. And what people have to say. Because I cut my hair. It is what it is. There are bigger things in the world that we need to deal with. You know? So let's backtrack. Let's backtrack to why I cut my hair when I cut my hair. Okay, so we're backtracking, right? So I've been wanting to cut my hair for the longest time, for as long as I can remember. Um, I remember I had not cut my hair since the year 2011. And in 2011, what prompted me to actually cut my hair was frustration with my hair. 
and at the time I had been relaxed for almost all my life since I was a young girl um and my hair was just thinning it was thinning it wasn't looking as nice as I would like it to it wasn't as full it was just you know three strands of hair and I really (laughs) I really didn't like it it was long but it wasn't healthy um and so I decided I'm gonna cut my hair even then I can't tell you why that was the alternative right because my mom was coming up with all sorts of suggestions no braid it no do this no do that and i was like nah babes we're trying to cut it right because i had heard that if you cut the hair it grows back and it looks nice when it comes afresh obviously you know this obviously comes from TWAs and the whole natural hair community because it started booming around that time and so I decided no I want to do the big chop right this is my first journey I think with my hair intimately and so I decided to cut my hair and I didn't cut all of it because I was way too scared to cut all my hair and remember at that time 2011 I was still in school and I was going to be in matric for my listeners internationally because I got international listeners <laughs> um, that's being a senior in high school and so I didn't want to look like an ugly senior and already at that time my matric dance is coming up you know aka my prom and I'm worried about what the boys will think, etc, etc. And so I didn't want to cut all my hair off. I just decided to do a big chop. It will be fine. I did a big chop and I did it around December. Now, anyone in South Africa, any girl in South Africa knows December is crucial for a hairstyle. Okay, because December, if you're in school, in high school, especially back in the day that's the time you get to experiment that's the time you get to go crazy with your hair and you get to look grown up for the boys that are coming from varsity you know and so december was very crucial and here i am cutting my hair um and obviously none of the boys (laughs) were interested in me um because i look like one of them and but that aside i really i didn't care about them um i just felt more stressed about feeling secure and not feeling insecure in how i looked and so i remember i rocked big earrings because i wanted to look like more grown up and whatnot and so i had my hair and and i fell in love with my natural hair my hair started growing out i started doing you know little dreadlocks um my deputy principal hated it (laughs) i was called into the office one time and asked to comb my hair but i remember starting to fall in love with my hair and i'd never gone through that relationship with hair right i'd always just been exposed now that i think about it i just always been exposed to the idea of my hair as having hair on my head cutting it i mean sorry going to relax it or do treatments um every month and you know doing braids whether you're doing artificial braids or you're actually braiding your natural hair i was used to a routine when it comes to hair and so at the time i was starting to fall in love with my hair and 
I started to experiment with products. I started to experiment with natural products. And I was like, I'm liking where this is going. I'd moved for university, moved to Cape Town. I started really experimenting with my hair. And real experimenting with my hair <laughs> for me is <laughs> doing braids that I wouldn't usually do. So instead of doing black, I'll do like a brown. <laughs> That's my level of experimentation. And so I really fell in love with my hair. I started being more conscious with my hair being more aware of what goes into my hair why these products need to go into my hair so i really started to form a relationship with my hair um my hair grew out for like four years big beautiful afro and i decided no i'm done i want to cut my hair and my mom was devastated i said no you're not going to live your dreams through me i'm cutting my hair so i cut my hair and i did like a not really I was going to say Halle Berry, but not really Halle Berry. More of like a Taraji Bob, you know? Loved it. Really weird time as well because it was during a time of change in my life. Once again, I was going to move to a different um, town altogether to complete my university education because I'd left Cape Town. And... It was again this idea of transitioning and finding myself in this new hairstyle and trying to boost the confidence um and then obviously because it was relaxed at the time i then needed to maintain the relaxed hair and i wasn't used to maintaining relaxed hair for about four four years so i cut it off cut off the relaxed hair i had short natural hair and i really resonated to my look with short hair kept that kept chopping it off kept that kept chopping it off you know back and forth relationship with the keeping hair and not having hair um or keeping it short um and then i remember just wanting to cut it but being too scared to cut it just because i guess the time in my life wasn't right why would i cut my hair would it make sense um, there was always, you know, a hairstylist at my back and call to braid my hair. So it, it really didn't have any strong, I didn't have any strong inclination to cut my hair. But the same way that I'd always been wanting to dye my hair, I had that feeling with cutting my hair. So I wanted to dye my hair for the longest time. I really wanted to do like a golden brown blonde hair color. I just thought it looked beautiful. I had it on my boards on Pinterest. I really liked the idea, but I could never do it. And I remember my best friend used to get so upset with me because every year I'd be like, this is the year. We're doing it. And she gets all hyped up and she's ready and she's excited. And then I chicken out in the last moment. And I remember, I think this was obviously, uh, might have been a year before she passed or in the year that she passed. And I went to clicks and obviously she's on the phone and we're ready we're good she's like okay 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 i get the box i show her she's like okay good we're doing it great 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 <laughs> i get to the toe and i leave it behind she's just like i i, mm, I can't <laughs> and then she said something that that struck me and she said i'm not surprised i said what do you mean she's like ah, you do this all the time i'm not surprised i acted like that didn't bother me um by the way, best friend, I know you're listening. It bothered me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, 
what does it say about me right and so this year in february i think early february or late jan probably was late jan i did this whole thing because now obviously i'm trying to have a new lease on life and i was like okay i'm doing one new thing each month and before my best friend passed she had cut her hair because she wanted to cut her hair now that's the kind of person my best friend was she wants to do something she's gonna do it because she just wants to do it there's no too much thinking about especially if it's not like a life or death situation you know it's different if she has to like probably buy property or something but if she wanted to cut her hair she's gonna cut her hair she wants to go drink she's gonna go drink that's just who she was she wants to chill she's gonna chill she doesn't want to do something she just doesn't want to do it and so she wanted to cut her hair and she cut her hair Um, and there were other reasons as well why she cut her hair but she also just really wanted to cut her hair and i was like okay and she was like let's do it together because i'd been wanting to cut my hair and i was like okay we'll do it and she was like okay she's gonna go cut her hair that day she was like am i coming with i was like i made so many excuses and i didn't and so the same thing with the hair dye and i constantly been making excuses and i knew it was something that i wanted to do and so in my ode to a new lease on life this year i said okay one new thing each month you know and my january thing was cutting um dyeing my hair as an ode to my best friend as well because after she had cut her hair she was planning for when it starts growing out she's gonna dye it blonde and so i was like okay i'll dye the blonde but i'm not doing the hair cutting uh, that's a bit too much for me so i spoke to her i let her know you know this is what i'm gonna do and i dyed my hair and i looked gorgeous i loved it i was like why have i been waiting all this time and i couldn't believe that i did it and it was very emotional for me just based on the reasons why i did it and the fact that i just did it and so the need or the want to cut my hair was still there and i thought that dyeing the hair if i'm being honest i thought that dyeing the hair would take that away i knew i dyed my hair but I definitely thought if I dye my hair, I'll be happy with my hair and I wouldn't want to cut it anymore. And I still wanted to cut my hair. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But okay, <sighs> what are we going to do? Now, I am, um, I don't want to say an academic at heart, but I'm, I'm a researcher, right? I, I, I don't like making decisions on the whim. And so even decisions that look like I've made on the whim, um, most likely I've done some research on it. I remember a friend of mine was joking with me the one time I was thinking about fasting and she was like, okay, I know you're such a researcher, even things that are personal. So here you go. Here's some articles on fasting. And that's literally how, that's how my brain operates. I need to have solid information, solid data, and then make the decision. And so I started now researching <laughs> cutting hair. And someone else would just be like, I want to cut my hair. Cut my hair. No. I was researching cutting hair, why people cut hair, how to cut hair, black women cutting hair, white women cutting hair, how to cut your hair at home. Because now we're in a pandemic, so I can't just go to the to the saloon and be like, um, or the salon and just say, I just want to cut my hair, right? So I really now need to process the idea of me cutting my hair and you know when you research cutting your hair the usual things come up 
you know the beauty standards shattering of beauty standards stories on why certain women did it um you know them trying to fight their self-esteem trying to get their self-esteem back trying to get control um and i remember there was one video that i watched i wish i remember her name but i subscribed to her channel on youtube and it was a white woman she cut her hair right beautiful woman and she cut her hair and she cut it short and not a funky hairstyle just literally cut her hair very short and she was like you know she cut her hair and this is the reason that she cut her hair and people were like oh yeah we get the message that you're trying to you know portray but at the end of the day you don't really cut your hair so you you don't really get it get it and so right there and then in front of the camera this woman takes a pair of shears and she cuts her hair and her boyfriend comes and she helps her and he helps her and she goes bold nothing no hair and she looked stunning and i remember looking at her like this is what i want like this this is what i want i just want this ability to say this is what i want to do and i'm going to do it the boldness that she has right and she said one thing that also stuck with me and she said i've always wanted to cut my hair i've always wondered about cutting my hair and i realized that i can never in my old age tell my grandchildren that i once cut off all my hair because i didn't do it and i can never say that i tried it if i don't actually try it and for me i think that was the push that was the this is it okay just get it done and there's one specific event that happened in my life right that made that had quite a knock on my confidence and i've i'm a very confident person i've always been a very confident person but there's certain aspects of me that are not as confident as they used to be and so i think the following few days afterwards i was doing my mom's makeup and i was like oh i don't know if it's gonna look nice i just kept saying all these negative stuff and my mom was like it's so weird how sometimes you can just have not confidence not have confidence in yourself i never raised you to be this person and you've never been this person i don't know what happened in life that made you doubt yourself more times than you should even in the smallest of things and she said that and it stuck i said okay cool kept ringing in the back of my head again researchers i embarked on a whole lot of more youtube channels about cutting hair relaxing hair all sorts of things versus relaxing all of that and eventually i was like okay i'm gonna cut my hair so i went and i asked my brothers i was like you guys need to find you know um shears or cutting hair material blade things and we need to cut my hair and they're like okay and i'm like no guys we really need to cut my hair and they're like okay okay cool 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 and i asked my brother's uh, my youngest brother's best friend and he's like okay it's weird that you want to cut your hair but okay cool i'll find equipment for you and we'll cut your hair and i'm like okay and nothing was happening like these boys were not moving and i was like i don't know if i've talked about it too much for them not to believe that i actually want to cut my hair i was like okay and then i remember having a conversation with my brother afterwards um the one because i have two brothers right i have a younger brother and i have a youngest brother 
So I talked to my younger brother that day and I just randomly said to him, dude, I need to cut my hair. And he was like, so cut it. I was like, no, I've been speaking about it, but I really feel like I want to cut my hair. This hair is carrying a lot of things and I just want all of that to go off. And he's like, so cut it. I'm like, okay. And so I go to my youngest brother again. I'm like, did you find the stuff to cut my hair? He's like, no, I'll do it later. I asked my um, youngest brother's best friend and he's like, oh, well, I'm waiting on this person and that person. And I was like, you know what? Plan A is failing. Plan A is failing. And so I need to kick the hell out of plan B and we need to figure out this hair cutting thing. And I remember being in my room and looking for a pair of scissors. (laughs) And I was like, I am cutting this hair. I looked for a pair of scissors and I swear to you, it felt like I was going crazy, but I was determined. I was like, I am cutting this hair, right? And there's several reasons why I went ahead and decided to find a pair of scissors because, sorry, I just took a sip of my tea. I decided I don't want to check it out um, because I've been doing it so long. I've been wanting to do things and then I chicken out and I want to do it and I chicken out, right? I realized that I've been talking about it for so long. I've been saying, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And there's no actual action backing up what I'm saying, right? And also, I kind of had a conversation with my best friend. I heard my best friend's voice and I was like, I want to cut my hair. So I was like, and she was like, okay, cut it. I know this sounds very weird, but she was like, then cut it. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, but now I don't have the equipment, the right equipment to cut my hair. And you know, if you don't cut your hair properly, this, this, and that. And I was like, You're, I'm making excuses. I'm making excuses on something as simple as cutting my hair. And if I've made the decision to cut my hair, I'm going to cut my hair. If plan A fails, I need to figure out the hell out of plan B. And one way or another, we need to stick to the decision that we've made. This is the decision that we've made and we need to follow through. I was like, so we're trying to find these pair of scissors. I had about three pairs of scissors because I wasn't sure which one was the sharpest because I've got really thick hair. But luckily, um, I think two weeks before that I'd actually blown out my hair with straightener and my cousin was like so you planned this I was like I really didn't plan just all kind of worked out because I think my hair would have looked even worse if I just cut it in its super natural state and so I went and I found a pair of scissors and I sat in front of the mirror and I had a whole thing planned out. So I put on my can, I lit my candles. I played some India RE for some motivation, some sister soul motivation. <laughs> and I got a high chair from the kitchen and I put it in front of my mirror. And I have a big ass mirror in my room. And I sat in front of the mirror and I had tea and I had tissues in case I cried. Okay. And I told my cousin in case I, I chicken out and I need to call her. Okay. But she was not for it. So she was probably the worst person to have as a backup. But she <laughs> she was all I had at the time. And I was like, I'm going to cut this hair. And I was like, okay. And she thinks I'm still obviously waiting for the shares and whatnot. 
And so I sit in front of the mirror and I cut a tiny piece of hair. And I, obviously I wince. I'm like, <laughs> and I cut it again. And now I cut like at my scalp because at first I cut on top and then, you know, go a bit lower and then I cut at my scalp. And it's so weird because usually you'd think you'd do that sort of experimenting at the back so that if it that you you chicken out, it's all good. No, I did it in the front because I was like, so that I don't chicken out. I'm going to have a bald spot and I'll have to cut my hair. And so I cut it in the front and I was like, oh my God. I looked at my hair in my hand and I was like, oh my God. And so I started cutting chunks of my hair because I've got really, really thick hair. And I cut chunks of my hair from top, right, to the bottom. Um, and I cut that and I cut that and I cut that and I had short hair. And I cut that and I had shorter hair. Eventually I was comfortable with the idea that I'm cutting out my I'm cutting my hair. And usually when you watch movies and people are cutting their hair, there's always this, you know reaction of either extreme release of joy and they're happy and they're laughing in the mirror or they're crying and they're sobbing and they're like why you know they've had a breakup and they're doing it with a glass of wine in their hand all i had was tea (laughs) so there wasn't much to numb the pain and i decided okay i think i had to sit with my feelings for a while i had decided okay what are you you need to either follow through with the situation or you can stop at like the shorter hair which i've done all the time i I do that all the time i do my split ends and you know cutting my hair a bit shorter all the time and i decided no i'm gonna follow through and i i looked at my reaction and i i kind of analyzed my reaction and my reaction was not the extreme release of joy and happiness and oh i feel free Yes, thank heavens. (laughs) It wasn't that, but it wasn't sobbing. But it was... It was both. It was definitely less dramatic than I thought it would. Because I'm I'm quite the dramatic person. I have quite the dramatic flair. But it wasn't as dramatic as I thought it was going to be. I was, you know, a bit underwhelmed. But I, I did have emotion attached to it because there was... There was pride that I can't believe that I've done it. I made the decision. Plan A failed. Plan B had to be figured out. But more than anything, I didn't chicken out. I didn't chicken out. And I've been speaking about it for so long. And I did it. And oh my gosh. I think that's where the emotion was coming from. The emotion was coming from me deciding to follow through with the plan. And so I cut my hair and obviously now I can't really see at the back and, you know, all of that. And I now need to make sure that it's leveled out. And in making sure that it's being leveled out, I then call my younger brother. Okay. So I just call him and he comes. He doesn't know what um, why I'm calling him and he comes through and he opens my door. <laughs> and he finds his sister with India Ari, tears down her face, chunks of hair on the floor, me in the mirror, holding a pair of scissors. I can only imagine 
what he was thinking he was probably thinking oh crap she's going crazy (laughs) we need to call chris or something my sister's going crazy and i said to him and he he was so surprised like he had a shock on his face the look of shock on his face and then he was quickly trying to figure out what's going on i said to him i want to cut my hair i need you to level this hair out he quickly connected himself and he said okay and i think about it now and i realize how that was actually a teaching moment for me right one i can always rely on my brother but two this idea of we made the decision we're now deep in the decision and you know sometimes you can make a decision and be deep in the decision and still be scared and still be like i'm not sure and still be like i don't think this is what i should have done but at the same time be like i made the decision we're following through because at that moment i could have let my brother you know say no i'm not going to do this or whatever or my brother could have said i i I think this is stupid i don't this makes no sense but he was (laughs) very surprised very shocked and said if that's the plan we're doing it and i realized that we were figuring it out as we go you know this was not the ideal plan but we're figuring it out as we go and i think that was the first teaching moment for me with cutting of my hair and figuring out what lessons we're going to now you know come across in cutting hair and afterwards you know it was funny he played music (laughs) he was also going through his own you know hard time and he was playing some gospel music and i cried i played a song um i think i've shared it on my instagram stories it's called rescue i I forget the artist lauren something and obviously from my last podcast everyone that listens knows i'm in a touch and go place with you know jesus not god and but that was the song that i played every single day until from i think i told i told jay i keep mentioning people's names like you guys know them and you guys are all great friends (laughs) but i told jay cousin of mine you know what happened and he came to fetch me all of that and he sent me that song and i played that song every day since the day that he sent it till the day i laid my best friend to rest and i hadn't listened to that song since then and i listened to that song and i shed emotion because i realized that there was a lot of release that i needed and the release that i needed was what was actually happening and so why did I cut my hair? Why, why, why did I cut my hair? I cut it my I cut my hair. I cutted my hair. Mm. English. <laughs> hey. Biting me in the ears. Let's try that again. I cut my hair. I didn't cut it my hair. <laughs> I cut my hair because I needed to cut my hair. I had to. I had the urge to cut my hair. And my gut, everything in me said, cut my hair. And more than anything, I was ready to cut my hair. I think all the times that I've ever wanted to cut my hair, I wanted to cut my hair. But I don't know if I was ready to cut my hair. Right? And and those are two 
very very different things you can want something but not be ready for something and when you're ready for it everything in your orbit everything in your energy in your gut in your life is like this is happening and i realized that was something as little as cutting my hair because i i couldn't fight the urge it's like even if i i wanted to that day that night there was no way i was going to go to bed with a full head of hair because i was now ready to cut my hair and so that little life lesson that is you know swiftly coming into the space of change that i'm in i think was the first step in realizing certain things that i'm in the process of realizing and one of them is that with the things that i know that i want for myself there are things that i know i've known for a long time and people may say oh why don't you do this and why don't you do that and those are things that you want but life has taught me that there's a readiness that you need to wait for there's a readiness that's going to come and there's a readiness that things are going to then fall in place and when that readiness comes you cannot shake it you cannot put it aside you cannot talk about it any less or any more it happens it has to happen because now is the time for it to happen and i going back to the conversation with my brother i i said that my hair i feel i feel hair is very spiritual and i was having this conversation with another friend of mine and she was like her hair carries memories and happy memories and all of that so for her she loves her hair because of that and she treats her hair very well and she takes care of her hair because it reminds her of that right and for me i feel the same as well but i feel hair carries a lot of emotion and i felt that in the past few years especially last year with everything that i had gone through i felt like my hair was carrying grief my hair was carrying loss on loss on loss and loss on grief on grief on grief it was carrying disappointment it was carrying failures it was carrying rejection it was carrying heartbreak my goodness it was carrying misdiagnoses it was carrying confusion it was carrying insomnia it was carrying fights it was carrying energy that i just didn't need in my space and in my space of healing and in my space of figuring things out i couldn't carry that with me anymore physically emotionally and mentally mentally i couldn't carry it anymore because it, i made the decision that i need to be part of my life emotionally i couldn't carry it anymore because i was in a space of healing i'm choosing to be in a space of healing and physically i couldn't carry it anymore so i wanted something to represent that shedding experience this shedding time that i'm in right and that's why i needed to cut my hair and going back to the youtube lesson if it's something that you want to do and you've been wanting to do it for so long cuz she even said at the end of the video if you're still watching the video up until this point it means you really want to do this and if you don't do it you can never say you got to do it i can proudly say to my grandbabies that you know 
I once decided to cut my hair and I had a pair of scissors in front of the mirror and I cut my hair, you know? And so when they want to have a pair of scissors to cut their hair, they can, you know? And, and they can feel comfortable with making those decisions and they can feel comfortable with feeling silly at making decisions that you, you're scared of making. But if you don't go ahead and do it, you can never say that you did, right? And I think what this pandemic and and death has reminded me, not taught me, but reminded me that I want to live. I want to be alive. I want to actively be part of my life. And you know, the weird thing is, I remember my very first appointment with Chris, right? Chris is my psychologist. My very first appointment with Chris. I remember him saying, okay, so why are you here, right? And we had that discussion. My tea is very cold now. We had that discussion and I remember towards the end saying to him, I think I've been so low for such a long time that I'm in a space where I think I want to try and live my life. And Chris looked at me and he said, you don't need to try and live your life, Immaculate. You can't just live your life. And I remember walking away from that and telling my best friend and and she was like, oh, okay. I like this white man. (laughs) She was like, okay, 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 Chrissy, we see you. And I remember it was soon after I cut my hair. So probably on the same night or probably just a few days after that, I remember hearing myself laugh. And there's something, there's something that moves you when you are in a space of change, when you're in a space of, grief when you're a space of loss when you're a space of rejection and failures and all these things that you think are attached to you that are situations or circumstances that you're in that have put a damper on you for such a long time and there's something about hearing your own laugh from your belly from your core as it rises up and you spew it out your mouth and you hear the sound of your laughter. There's something about that that is so affirming and so it feels like you're giving yourself a hug. And I remember even having like getting teary when I heard myself laugh that much. And I've laughed before, obviously, but there was something about that moment of after I had cut my hair and hearing myself laugh. And I remember hearing the voice, a small voice in me, like, you're living your life. Like, you're, you're live. this is you living, right? This is not you trying to live. This is you living. This is you being part of your life. And man, I don't know. I probably got all spiritual and sister soul. But it was it was such a moment it was such a moment and and man it made me so happy it made me so happy and it made me feel like i don't know if i would have laughed like that if i didn't cut my hair and it's weird right but i was like i, I don't know if i would have i don't know if i would have connected with that laughter that much i don't know if i would have heard it heard my laughter and heard the pureness of it hear its joy hear its song and recognize myself in that laughter 
right? And like I say, there's, there's spirituality tied to hair, right? For me. And so upon cutting my hair, obviously now I need to discard of my hair, get rid of it. And as a young black girl, um, we're taught that you don't, right? So you cut your hair, flush it down the drain, or you burn your hair, right? Because they're nasty people that exist in the world and they may just use your hair for witchcraft. <laughs> That's the tales that come with your hair. And so I decided firstly to get rid of my hair. Right? And this was the connectedness that I had with my hair. And because hair, my hair, was part of me, I needed to release my hair. I needed to say goodbye to my hair. Okay? And so I decided to write a letter to my hair. I wrote a letter to my hair. I said, girl, sweetie, thank you. And I remember that's something I said. I said, thank you, sweetie, honey, babes, queen. The test of time, you know, you stood with me. And it's so weird because I I would watch my hair and I'd look at my hair and I'd analyze my hair and I felt like she was struggling, you know? She was going through everything that I went through. The nights of insomnia, the panic attacks. She was going through everything that I went through and I watched her, and I even said this in the letter, I watched her struggle to retain moisture but still trying to stand when I asked her to stand. She would still be the styles that I would enforce on her. She would suck up the water that I asked her to suck up because she needed it. She needed the love that she would receive from the water despite everything that she went through. And when she was ready to go, she let me know. She said, okay, now I'm good. And so I... I needed to say goodbye as well. And so I wrote a letter to my head. Might sound very weird, but I'm a chakra queen like that. <laughs> and I wrote a letter to my hair and I, and I thanked her and I said the things that I've just said to you on this very public, public platform. And I asked her, I said, I asked her to be at peace. I, I thanked her for allowing me to be at peace when letting her go. Um... I thanked her for making way for the new hair. I thanked her for her lessons. Um, and I just, I told her I loved her back, right? And so in me burning my hair, I then burned my letter with my hair. And man, fire, the fire element for me is 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 not as quite close to my heart as the water element water for me is very healing and the ground the earth is very healing but fire has fire has a warmth to it that you can't get from anywhere else the heat is so is so intense that even if you would have you know, an electric heater or whatever, it would never feel the same. Fire is one of those very first elements that the world was introduced to, you know. Fire is healing. Fire is determined. Fire doesn't ask for permission, right? It's a flame, it's a flame. That's what it is. That's all it will ever be. And so 
it doesn't ask permission to be anything else. It's not shy about being fire. And I think that's why I was even... I don't know. There was there was a comfort and a connectedness to the element of fire and, and what it represents. And from ashes, right? People that are in agriculture will know that ashes can also be used in soil and whatever, and, you know, be fertile. Okay, not people in agriculture. Everyone knows this. Um, and can be fertilizing. And fire can destroy what needs to be destroyed. Right? But can also, from that, will come forth something else. And so... I decided, I was like, okay, on top of the other reasons why I need to burn my hair, I was very comfortable with burning my hair and writing a letter to my hair and saying goodbye to my hair and thanking my hair and saying, you're amazing hair. And in that moment, I also had put in some incense in the fire as well. Um, Some incense from church, which I use when I pray or when I need to calm down. Um, because again, I feel like it was a spiritual connectedness, you know, that was happening and that was a part of me. Um, and I don't think I just want to burn myself and be like, peace out. <laughs> I want to at least ask the universe and the divine and God and, and say, this is what I'm releasing into this realm. Um, I'm thankful and I, you know, pray for blessings upon the next chapter. Got very deep there for a second. But yeah, because that's my truth, you know, that's my truth. And and this is what this platform is about, the authenticity that I am told to have, that I have. (laughs) And so what have I learned? Uh, What have I learned from being bald, B-A-L-D? That I'm bold, actually, B-O-L-D. That's, I think, the first thing. But like I said, I think I've, 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 I've hit the nail on the head the first time I talked about this, and that was the decision-making. Um, I'm not a, an indecisive person, but I'm definitely the kind of person that has been raised to look at pros and cons and the logic of this decision and weighing this decision against others and having information and and so sometimes when it's not a, a decision that needs to be made in a split second I can have a tendency to dance around the decision that I need to make um and I realize that I realize that and I realize that sometimes the decision that I that I made because I remember having the conversation with myself I was like but this is the decision that you've made this is a decision this is what you actually want to do so do it you know there shouldn't be anything that you are still doubting because you're actually comfortable with the decision so instead of being scared of the outcome and what's gonna first start with the decision i think sometimes we do that as well we we run to the outcome and we run to what may happen what if what you need to first start with the decision if you don't start with the actual decision you're not going to get to what the outcome may be whether it will be positive or negative how it will affect you and all of those things so i think sometimes it's so important to sit back and say wait why do you want to make this decision okay 
and so make actually make the decision i think i've learned that sometimes you might you may make the right decision at the wrong time and that goes back to me when i was saying that i was ready i was finally ready because like i said i had been wanting to cut my hair for such a long time but i don't know if i was ready to cut my hair i think at the time i would have had so many insecurities um, I would have been distracted on not learn the lessons that I need to learn. I would have not viewed it the way that I'm viewing it right now at the age that I'm at, at the time of my life, you know. And so sometimes you can make the right decisions, but you can make them at the wrong time. Or you need to know the time to follow through with that decision. And I know this is something so small. We're talking about haircuts. <laughs> but I think with every significant thing that is significant to you in your life you take away the lessons that you feel like you need to take away i think i've also learned a lot about self-reflection you know interaction interrogation and how that needs to be on the daily and i'll tell you why i think not i think every morning when i wake up and i I've got a big mirror across from me in my bed. So I wake up and I see myself in the mirror. And every day, I'm like, oh, I don't have hair. Okay. (laughs) And it reminds me of the decision that I made. It reminds me of why I made the decision. It reminds me of the time. It reminds me of what I'm learning. It reminds me of the things that I'm saying that I still want to do and the decisions that I say I want to make. Am I calling myself into order? Am I holding myself accountable? And so these interaction with self-reflection and self-interrogation every day and with that comes the the reminder as well to be kind in doing that because i can't wake up every day and be like you said you're gonna work out and you still haven't worked out in a whole month and a half you suck nah you know i need to be like okay we're definitely getting plumpier so we should go back to the working out soon sooner rather than later you know and i'll walk past my mirror and i'll be like Ugh, let me do yoga today okay let me work out today you know and so the self-reflection the interrogation the self-conversation is definitely on a much more daily basis just because my my, my bald head reminds me every day you know um, and there's, there's, with that, there's the whole beauty thing, right? The standard of beauty. Look, I don't think I'm the most beautiful girl in the world. I would love for a man to lie to me and say that. <laughs> I'm the most beautiful thing he's seen all his life. Yes, lie to me. But I don't think I'm, I'm too shabby in these streets. And with that said, I think being a beautiful woman right you have instagram and twitter and your friends and you know other external voices that constantly tell you you're beautiful but yo are you as beautiful as this are you as are you beautiful if you don't have this you would be more beautiful if you had that you know and so it's it's only natural that many days you don't feel 
beautiful um and i think that's a journey that i'm currently walking with my lack of hair the dance of beauty am i beautiful am i really beautiful or am i like cute am i pretty or am i just like average and there there were always those days when you had hair where you have a bad hair day and when you have a bad hair day you feel like crap you do not nothing else can convince you right and so you rely on that you you think it so much that you've convinced yourself that this is you know you've convinced yourself because you're having a bad hair day you're actually really not as pretty because your hair doesn't look great you're really not pretty you're not as pretty there are other people that are prettier i don't have bad hair days and i know this sounds so this sounds so probably a bit conceited but i don't have bad hair days and so when i look at myself in the mirror and i try and tell myself i'm not as pretty my face is like honey where (laughs) it's like sis where and i know i've got the chubbiest cheeks in the world right i've got a big nose i've got the biggest eyes my forehead are you kidding me okay the skin not as clear as it could be but i'm so pretty i'm so pretty and even on the days i try to be like oh but you're not as pretty it's like but you kind of are though (laughs) you know (laughs) and i'm enjoying that i'm enjoying feeling so beautiful and so pretty and i i enjoy dress up because i've always you can ask um was a friend of mine who used to be she's now a friend she was a roommate and i used to play dress up since i was a little girl and she found it so odd that i would just randomly when i'm bored just get out all my clothes and still play dress up but dress up is so much fun now because i'm like oh yeah oh yes oh this is a bold outfit honey pun intended oh oh give me head honey give me <laughs> give me scalp give me side of the scalp and I'm enjoying that process. I'm enjoying feeling absolutely gorgeous. It's 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 weird. It's weird to me to feel this beautiful without my hair. But I'm for it, man. I'm for it. And I think it's so important to feel as beautiful based on the reactions. Because you will get reactions. People will always have something to say. I was laughing with Chris the other day. I was saying to him that if people told me that men wouldn't hit on you or men wouldn't bother you as much as they did when I had hair, if I cut off my hair, I would have cut my hair off a long time ago. I can walk in the streets in peace without, hey sister, hello girl, hello sweetie. But then again, there will always be that one man who is just like, I don't care. (laughs) Because... I'm going to say it in Kosa and I, I hope I translate it well um, or accurately. But I was walking after getting my spectacles and I obviously was walking with my head. And this man, <laughs> um, unprovoked Kosa King, says to me, Yo, Zizi, asking brush alone, guy. Now, basically, what that means is. I want to brush your head but it's the way in which he said it right it doesn't it's not as romantic as i'm saying it i want to brush your head it's not as intimate and as romantic as as 
that sentence says or you know describes in English but it's quite hilarious in him you know and there were other men around him that were looking at me but they were not saying anything and he was just like <laughs> and so it's 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 also another thing that I'm navigating in the space of beauty and in the space of reactions and people accepting you this idea of beauty one in this idea you're beautiful or oh, but right um men still feeling the need or still feeling entitled to comment on my existence i had another man tell me um that you know my head shape this this that oh yeah no you can see my weight more and just all these comments that were very unnecessary and I was like I don't know why you think we exist for you though and I'm quite interested and I was laughing and I was saying I need to go back on Tinder as a social experiment with my bald head to see if men would be attracted to me now when I'm bald and I don't have hair um but man people always have something to say people always have something to say though they had something to say when i had my hair i remember when i did the short um taraji p kind of bob cut there were there was a man that approached me in a supermarket and he he was an african speaking guy and he approached me because i'm quite i'm not quite light-skinned but i'm i'm relatively light-skinned and he approached me thinking that i was a colored woman um and he was with a black friend of his and when they approached me i spoke as Chosa, and they were disappointed they were like oh no we thought you're colored never mind <laughs> you know so people will always have something to say and that's i think one thing that you just need to be comfortable with and that's why you kind of shouldn't care what people think right um i think i've also learned that life has stages right confirmed that life has stages because who would have thought who would have thought that I'll cut my hair at age 284 because I'm that old at age 26 and be comfortable enough to do it at this age you would think you want to you know cut your hair when you're young or whatever because it's like it's whatever at the time but I'm deep within should be finding a spouse should be looking professional at work should be should be should be should be and i just do this one radical thing um and i'm like ah it is what it is right and that also had to come with rethinking what i deemed important um and for me, it was more important of the readiness that I was in, the state of readiness I was in, the lessons that I knew I was now in a state of learning um, that were to come at the time that I cut my hair. And that for me was more important than all the material, insignificant things. And life has stages because 10 days after I cut my hair 11 days 12 days my hair started growing and that phase within itself made me feel a certain way because my hair was not as long but it wasn't as short and how did I feel about myself in that state right and it's a constant resetting of your thinking because the moment that you think negative all the time or the moment that you use negative thought or um negative talk or the moment that you 
don't think thoughts that are probably as ideal it becomes your default right so it it you go to that thinking automatically and it becomes part of your automatic thinking and part of your automatic system and you kind of need to rewire yourself on certain things and you need to unlearn certain things right um and right now i'm bold right now i'm bold and that's my present but there's the past and there's the future and so life is continuous like that um because of the stages and you kind of literally figure it out as you go and so i've been asking myself and i keep asking myself am i brave am i brave for cutting my hair am i brave for going bald? and i don't think i'm brave i don't know if i'm brave but i I don't think i'm brave but i what i know is i just wanted to cut my hair and i did (laughs) and i'm figuring it out as i go and so man that's 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 the current state of events and that's just what i needed to get off my chest and so i hope you have a fantastic sunday because i'm releasing on sundays now I want to thank you so much for your love, for your time. I hope I earned um, your time. Um, and thank you for having me in your space. And thank you for your energy. And please support other creators and people in your life. And if you want to cut your hair, cut it. Because if you don't, you can never say that you did. Until next time. Okay. Bye.